0: Hello, and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club Podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction, hosted by me, Ollie, and my lovely co host SG. Hey! Poppy! Hi! Auntie Stan! Hello! Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads, and our theme this month is Percy Jackson and the Check out our website at finfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at finfictionados for the full lineup of stories of the month and to connect with us on the web. Alrighty, so before I get into my story, um, I just wanted to briefly go over how I came to find the fic of the week that we are discussing. Tell us. Yes. So initially, I had found a Grover fic. And if you guys don't remember from last week, I do, Grover's my favorite character. He's comedic. I think he's just a great character. And I really wanted to find one as him as the main character. And I found one and it was a good like 20k word story. And it was really good. But then like I review the, um, I was looking on fanfiction.net app. And I hit backspace too much and then I lost it. How so dare I, you? I know and I'm upset, but I really like the, the fanfiction app. It's really, it's a really good app in case you hit backspace and then you lose everything because there's no history. But um, eventually I found this one and it captivated me because uh, it is a historical based uh fanfic and I don't think I've ever really read a fan fiction that is historical and also a a trad a tragedy so disclaimer this is a romantic uh, tragedy, tragedy. and if people aren't into that I understand I'm typically not a person to Read something that's sad. I always like to read something that like ends happily. Lies, and not lies. Your pick last month was sad. Well, it wasn't like super sad. But you what know, it it about the Phantom and Christine, no, and she's like in a loveless marriage?
1: No, it was more bittersweet. This, yeah, was like sad. It was a,
0: it's a legit tragic, a tragedy. Yeah, like, it you know it it tugs on your your heartstrings Mm -hmm. um so uh the fic this week is called here we mark the price of freedom um by jillian emily and of course this is found on fanfiction.net and this was written november 24th of 2020 so a recent um my recent fic and word count is just under uh, 11k um and the tags are obviously romance tragedy annabeth percy and includes characters piper and leo and and yeah so authors summary in which percy and annabeth meet in the midst of world war ii and they and they learn that freedom comes at a price Percy beth one shot at you Okay, so the entire story is is set in Percy Jackson's point of view and it's supposed to be taking place during World War II, kind of like right after the, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So the entire fic is historical based and there's no fantasy or anything involving gods, demigods or magic or anything like that. Percy is a, like, a drafted U.S. soldier, meaning he didn't have, like, dreams fighting in war, like, that was never his, his passion to do. Um, he, he never wanted to be, like, a hero or anything like that, and very early into the story, you realize he's, he's, like, a sensitive soul, and war and death really affect his mental well-being, and, he struggles quite a bit with being shouldered with so much responsibility and keeping his spirits up. And so, so the whole fic is timelined uh, each, it's like a single chapter, but it breaks up into portions of like frames of time. So it begins in December of 1941 in a like, US troop encampment. And every soldier is new to the camp. They haven't gone into battle yet. And in this specific camp, Percy is pretty well known or he's pretty popular in the troops for whatever reason. And in Annabeth is also another soldier in the camp. And apparently in this in this like world, in this universe, it's okay for women to fight in war. Like, I guess it's just this it's there's no like <laughs> Yeah, I I thought that was kind of I thought that was an interesting touch to it because he, I was reading it and I'm like, is she a nurse or something? Or is she actually on the front lines? I'm not sure exactly what she does. And then it seemed like they were f- just fighting alongside each other.
1: I, yeah. I assumed that she was a nurse or a doctor or something. Um, I because it never s- it, like
0: because I don't, I don't know in what world with like nineteen forties America they let men and women share barracks.
1: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, this is very unrealistic. Like the, uh, but also I don't know, I don't know what the setup of war is. Um, of <laughs> AU I, war. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she was a nurse, but it was not set. It was not specifically said. It
2: definitely was something about her fighting.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. there was because I was thinking she was a nurse until that point. Yeah, because it it mentioned that she like she wanted to save lives, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well she's a nurse, like she must be there to like patch people up. But then there was a scene where they're like in the middle of a battle, and like Annabeth was right there with everybody else. Well, i, I, thought, like, I like, thought she just wanted to fight for her country was the big
1: i yeah i, I mean that was, saved,
0: was her introduction i
1: thought she was saving soldiers that were wounded on the battlefield that's what i thought she was doing like
0: and that's what i call a gender bias <laughs> <laughs> honestly
1: well
0: that's historic
1: <laughs> i know yeah, I, No, no, to... no no that's,
0: that's totally history because i totally thought like she's 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 a nurse. She's got to be. And then I'm like, well, maybe it's one of those, you know how like Star Trek, everybody, no matter their gender, they just do the jobs. It was like yeah. the Star mm-hmm. Trek mentality, but in the past, because it is an AU. So yeah. they can yeah. take liberties as they please.
1: But I, it's never specifically said what she's doing there. So yeah.
0: Yeah. The
1: soldier could be a nurse. Who knows what
0: she's doing? Yeah. But I know that they specifically said that she volunteered yeah. For the yeah. position. So in um, this very beginning bit, Annabeth... Uh, yeah, so Annabeth uh, sees Percy eating alone during one of their meals, and he's, he's, he keeps himself separate from everybody else and just kind of watches them... Inter- or not interact, just have their meals, and he sits by himself. And Annabeth is curious about him. She, he's pretty well known in the camp, so she decides... To take it upon herself and you know, introduce herself and see who he is, what's up. And she's pretty shocked to find that this most popular soldier in the camp has a pretty cold attitude and he's pretty testy and he keeps to himself and he doesn't really want to talk or make any friends. But Annabeth cozy herself up to him, she teases him a little bit, and Percy slowly warms up to her. And then, um, so they talk for a little bit, and I and a really important piece I feel like comes up in this very beginning, um, that Annabeth, of course, she, she wasn't a, a drafted soldier, she she volunteered, um, but she, she really wants to make a difference and she's not afraid of death and, um, and really wants her life to mean something and she wants to save lives and fight in this war. and um, She says that it's like her life's purpose. And um, Percy really admires Annabeth and sees her like this light and strength that he can rely on, which shows more as the story goes on. But in the very beginning, their, their friendship is more of like a support system for like what each person lacks the other has, which is a, a really great dynamic for friendship and budding romantic roles. And then um, time goes on, it's August, 1942. Um, a few months have passed since their first in- introduction and the soldiers of the camp were in their first real battle And Percy is pretty horrified by what, by the battle. Um, A thousand people had died and every time Percy like closes his eyes, he sees like bloodshed and um, he struggles with sleep and he can only really calm down with like Annabeth by his side. Um, Oh, and it's this scene that Annabeth comments on how long her hair is and this bit sounds pretty insignificant of um, like what's going on with the battle and, and all that. But, um, but I feel like this deviation with the plot really helps develop Percy and, And so Percy really likes her long blonde hair. And there's a scene where they flirt a little bit and Annabeth um, teases Percy about how good looking she is. And Percy can't really deny that. And this little bit of humor is definitely a much needed like comic relief of all that's going on, as it's pretty dark and depressing with World War II. But I do kind of appreciate that the author doesn't go into much detail of war. Um, because I feel like if they did add like battle scenes and showing the death, I feel like it would be too much for the story to have. And then time goes on, it's February nineteen forty-three, so it's in about a year um and they're on this like this island it's like a sandy island and I don't think the author really says specifics on where they are but yeah they're on this like island and Annabeth and Percy are pretty close friends at this point and spend most of their free time together and again there's this discussion about Annabeth's hair and she wants to cut it and Percy begrudgingly says, like, he'll do it for her, even though he, he really likes her, her long, beautiful hair. And he gives her, like a, like, a hack job. Like, it's not a good cut, but he cuts it short for her. And when she turns around, when he's done, he's kind of dumbfounded because he thinks, like, she's even more beautiful. And finally, like, after two years of knowing each other, the couple finally kiss. And it's romantic. And they admit their love for each other. Whoa. And it's real cute. And then time goes on again. It's still nineteen. No, yes, yeah, still nineteen forty-three, and it's the Battle of the Bulge. And it's a a real harsh winter, and they're in the midst of the battle, and it's really taken a, a toll on all of the soldiers, um, and many are in pretty rough shape. Um, and and Anna Beth has this like reoccurring statement that. She makes a few times in the story that she is not human and Percy will kind of joke around and be like, oh, hey, you're like a human like the rest of us. And Annabeth will be like, how dare you? Like being human would mean being weak, which I think is kind of the author referencing perhaps the books of like Annabeth being the daughter of Athena, the goddess of wisdom and war strategy. So there could be like this ingrained duty in Annabeth which would, you know, would have her be able to survive in war in horrific conditions and mm-hmm. um like if you kinda of have to be above human or you would succumb to the like infallibility of human weakness. Um so I feel like it's kind of a lotus statement when she says I'm not human. Oh, and also in this chapter, uh the two make love for I don't know if it's the first time, but I feel like it's kind of it's good to know that they do make love to say it nicely um, because they aren't like these like g-rated characters that only snuggle and hold hands they're very like um like real gritty conditions and they and they 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 have love and it's cute it's romantic and then it's january of 1945 i think a year or so has passed two years and percy now has a ring box and is planning on proposing to Anna Beth, And it's kind of adorable, Percy um proposing to Anna Beth. He, it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's a really a romantic spot in the in um in this story of how he proposes to her. And um it's it's like the ring from his his mom, I believe, which I don't know how he got unless he was carrying it the entire time. Um, I don't know how that works. unless I mean, they mean, they had courier mail and stuff. It just took like a really long time to get to people. So he could yeah. have had it mailed to him at some point. Yeah. I mean, two years have passed and they're probably not always in battle. So things yeah. are probably happening, which I kind of wish the author would go into more just like everyday moments rather than like. And then there was a battle, and Percy was really depressed and sad, and Annabeth was there to support him. I feel like every, every year or every portion um, of, this, of this chapter just begins. Like, there was a battle. Percy's really sad. Annabeth was there to help him out. <laughs> and then it goes on to January 1945. It's, I think, two weeks after um, Percy proposes to Annabeth. And they're now in the battle of the uh, Ardennes, and Percy Percy hasn't seen Annabeth in hours, and it's literally they're in in battle in this scene, and he's running around, and he's desperately searching for Annabeth, his now fiance, and one of his friends Piper is down on the ground like she's injured, and when he goes to her. She mentions that Annabeth had been searching for him and that a German aircraft was coming their way. So she had to run, she had to run back into the battle to find Percy and to make sure he's okay. And so with that, he <laughs> abandons Piper who's like injured. Like she's laying on yeah. the ground, really <laughs> like seriously injured. And so he just abandons her to go find Annabeth. What a simp. I know. I am just like, okay, Then <laughs> you're friends. We see you where your loyalties lies, And he eventually, they eventually find each other. And Annabeth tells him that he needs to go and that he can't stay where they are. And Percy's pretty shocked and is like, uh, no, let's leave together so we both don't die. But Annabeth tells him like, like the whole reason why she's there was to fight and this was who she was she was stubborn she was reckless and percy knew that was something he had to respect about her so he parts only because she promised to to find him when um when when she did what she needed to do um so he's walking away for her she's going towards the german aircraft or i don't i'm not really sure what she was trying to do um But as soon as he leaves, there's an explosion where Annabeth once was. And then time goes on and it's now 59 years later and it's 2004. And Percy is like an old man. He's in a wheelchair and he is at a memorial site looking at all the stars, displaying all the lives that were lost during World War II. And if it wasn't clear, Annabeth did die that day when he he left her on the battlefield. And but she died what she she loved doing, which was serving her country. Percy misses her every day, but he still respects her decision and her her prideful nature. And that's that's pretty much it. I mean, there's like no real real ribbon at the end. I'm kind of surprised that the the author didn't be like wasn't didn't actually go into the depths of like oh maybe percy's now re- like married and has grandkids or or like what his life looks like now as an old man mm-hmm. um but it sounds like he probably never got over Anna Beth and probably never married and we don't really know where he is today
1: yeah so they they pulled the opposite titanic where percy never got married never had children
0: yeah <laughs> that we that he knows of we that know. we know of
1: that we know gosh of. Yeah, you're, that yeah we never say that he didn't have like i don't know have a mist mistress or something i don't like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't know
0: enough of his life i i liked this concept but i wish it was developed more like this is kind of a watered down version of the like alt future Captain America fanfics that I've read like between him and Peggy
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of stuff I was stuff.
2: just gonna mention this feels a lot like the ending to um major spoilers for Endgame y'all <laughs> Hold are on. you
0: gonna spoil Endgame this soon do you so many spoilers it came out a year ago Yeah, I mean it's and a it pandemic it was the top, Not was the top grossing movie
2: until they re-released Avatar last
0: week which one? Not the last Airbender, I
2: hope. No, no, not that one. <laughs> the blue one. The blue people. The blue people. <laughs> oh, that I don't know anyway, what they call
0: that Avatar, but okay.
2: It's don't don't listen for the next like sixty seconds if you don't have don't want give, to know. Give anything it a about good endgame.
0: five minutes. Because I know we're gonna go oh, off on endgame to... <laughs> tangents. <laughs> At the end of Endgame,
2: uh, Captain America goes back in time. He uses the uh, time powers that they use during the movie to go back in time and spend the rest of his life with Peggy so he didn't crash the plane in Captain America, he, he lives through the rest of the war, they get married and have lots of kids, and he comes back as an old man. That's it.
0: You know, I, I don't think I actually saw that movie. You, you don't need to see it, Ollie. It is like, what, it's like three hours long.
1: It's a very long movie, but it's also a very good movie. I'm currently re-watching all of the MC, MCU movies in order, like chronological order. Oh my um, goodness. Huh. Uh, I just watched the Avengers yesterday. um But yeah, and also like a Disney Plus. It yeah, yeah, is yeah, it's yeah. Disney Plus, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay,
1: but which you won't spend seven dollars to
0: watch. <laughs> Yo, oh my you're god! So salty about that, Poppy?
1: <laughs> well, it's like you could spend seven dollars and you get like tons of movies. Like I don't know, what, but whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All of so you failed <laughs>
2: yeah whatever um that's all i wanted to add is that it was very reminiscent of the ending of yeah yeah
1: yeah. which except for percy didn't get to spend his whole life with it no (laughs) it was the same
2: tone i was thinking yeah
0: Yeah. it it had a a similar tone and there's like um there's there's war uh fanfics that i've read where captain america like he never became captain america he was just like steve rogers in the war but like kind of sick like he is but um
2: see that's cool that's cool that kind premise. of
0: yeah that kind of like had this tone and like some of them he had working under peggy is more of like a clerical position because of his physical conditions so it's it was like interesting in some of those fanfics to see like a guy on the administrative side versus like out on the front lines but you know, he's Steve Rogers and he's fearless, so he's going to end up on the front lines anyway at some point. <laughs> yes. But um, I I thought those were interesting stories. But I liked that those ones that I read. But I read them, like, a while ago when Marvel and Captain America were, like, crazy. Like,
1: the first boom
0: of them. Yeah. So I don't know how to find them now. But, um... They were like more developed and they shared more of like the day to day of what was going on. And I'm always interested in historical inspired fix to see what their day to day was compared to our modern day to day. Like, how how do they handle stuff? What technology do they use? What are their processes? Um, Just to like really establish that, like, what what what's the point of writing something in a historical context if you don't emphasize the Things, the, the technology, the social uh, structures that were of that time, because then it could just be like modern day, with barely any effort put in. If you just say it happened in 1942, I feel like that's re- lazy writing. Like, yeah, make me feel like I'm in 1942. Yeah, and I mean, I think the focus on this wasn't the war, but mainly
1: was their the relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah. it was really focused. Like every little timeline sequence was just about the two and their relationship. And yeah. I would obviously, if they made this like a longer fic, like they could triple the size and actually include, mm-hmm. um, you know, develop more of the, the plot and the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but alas, they did not. And it was only, it, it was 10,000, 10, 11,000 words. Oh, oh, yeah. Though. I th- I think the author was smart in that they were able to avoid having to develop the plot as much because it was a short one shot. Right. And they were just fleshing out the romance. So it totally makes sense in this context. And mm-hmm. I think the author did a-, a good job of just giving you enough information to get a sense of the setting because that wasn't necessarily the main focus. But I like this concept and I would have liked it in a longer format where you could really explore that yeah. and the relationship between those two characters cuz you get that yeah. they're getting close but you don't really see those moments
1: you you, yeah. you just
0: see the um the catalyst of those mo- of all a bunch of different moments happening but not those individual moments that build up to yeah, their... like they just needed a few like filler scenes to yeah. really establish that something to establish their chemistry a bit more because like just yeah. once or twice a year and then we're just taking the author's word for everything in between because they didn't say what everything in between was yeah um, yeah. like were they always stationed together were there points where they were stationed apart are they in the same uh, squad unit whatever they do in the military yeah <laughs> <I'm not> Sure. <laughs> I'm not hip with that world. My only exposure is like Call of Duty. But um, yeah, Um, if yeah. if you if get a little bit more of that, that would be cool. But I, I mean, I liked it for what it was. Yeah, I am not a big fan of like timeline, like stories of like, like two weeks later, a year later. I th- I feel like it did work, though, in this format, because it was it was historical. It wasn't like it was happening now they're like sit, like they made sure like this is all in the past um yeah. like you knew that it was going to eventually bud into the present so it was i thought that that really worked well yeah i th- i i think some of the things that could be considered lazy writing like not developing the setting as much and literally listing the timeline actually worked yeah. for this story in a way that they wouldn't for some other stories that we've seen yeah. those things in like a yeah. story that you recommended a couple months which ago one?
1: which one <laughs> number master.
0: <know. laughs> an <laughs> that was yeah yeah that was, that was like an example of
1: how some, not. <laughs> someone not
0: developing those things and it not working but in this one in the setting of a one-shot for the length that it was with the focus that it had yeah um, those the lack of setting development and the presence mm-hmm. of a timeline made sense. Yeah. I I feel like you can't have a story that's supposed to be in the present go into, like, two weeks later, a day later. Like, that's no, not how that's it should be No, that's just ridiculous. That's just stupid. <laughs> like, you could just make easily transition that with, yeah. like... With your language. A transitional and... word. I don't yeah. know. Did we talk about
1: characters? No, um, but I do have to say... Um, so, as soon as, like, it was, like, it's a World War II fic, I was, like, uh-oh. Um, who's dying? Um... <laughs> and then, like, as the story went on, like, it kept saying that Annabeth was getting, like, progressively, like, skinnier and, like, malnourished mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that she was gonna, like, die of starvation. Mm-hmm. But then she died in a bomb. So, like... I don't know what I guess the point was just showing the hardships of war, but like, I I don't really know what like purpose that served. It it
2: did feel like they were gonna go off on a tangent, or not not a tangent, but like they were gonna make that part of the story, but it just kind of got
0: yeah, pushed
2: right over.
0: Yeah, no explosions but, are cooler. But I feel like they they described Annabeth looking malnourished, but I think that's only because it was in Percy's point of view, but all the soldiers, I think, were in the same state as she was. Right. Like, but cold, hungry, pale.
1: I, I just yeah. didn't know what... I thought that... I just thought that she was gonna die of starvation or...
0: Yeah. No, I, t- I totally was thinking the same thing, Poppy. Like, oh my gosh, they're in these harsh conditions. She's gonna, like, go to sleep and not wake up one day, or something like that. Yeah and it's gonna freak percy out they're gonna pull like a jane Eyre on him but yeah
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it did at the end they were he was like ah they think she might be alive or something like that I'm like it's been like 60 years bruh
1: if, well,
0: yeah if, that, if she was alive she would have if she hasn't found you now she's yeah, not trying she seemed like a very determined individual so yeah she was <laughs> kicking
1: okay <laughs> Officially declared missing. That's what they said. Oh, uh, yeah, got it. Just because they couldn't find her body because it got blown up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or
0: maybe Probably. she's living it up in the south of France. That we don't know. Yeah, maybe she yeah, lost we, all her we, memories we, during the blast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Someone write a spinoff of this pic. Right. <laughs> <There's laughs> because <somebody laughs> I,
0: I think this is very interesting. I think it would be even more interesting if there was like World War II experimental soldiers and Percy oh, has like water powers or whatever.
1: <laughs> Annabeth is the witch. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: like 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 a, Marvel like a thing. Like there's a chemical plant that blew up, and then all these
1: soldiers were affected. Yeah, and, and then like this
0: one group of soldiers, they like hit a secret Nazi base that was on the verge of something, but it was just radioactive s- space whatever asteroid bits, and it yeah, and it like caused crazy stuff to happen to the soldiers. But just, like, I would have liked this AU to weave some of their, like, uh, demigod powers in. Because the I, AU I picked, there was no reference to their demigod powers. No. And there also isn't in this one.
2: No, there is not.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is interesting. I, it is interesting. I Most... I noticed that.
0: I
2: noticed that with a lot of the fix I was looking at, is that they yeah. seem to all be, like, AU where nobody has any powers. I'm like, yeah. Really? You've got sweet god powers and you're not going to use them in like your coffee shop AU?
0: <laughs> yeah, why not have god powers in a coffee shop AU?
1: Characters, what's up with those guys?
0: I, I liked the characters and I liked that um, Percy wasn't sure of himself and questioned himself and had an insecurity to him and that Annabeth I- had the confidence that she had. I think they stuck well to the, like, like canon characters. Like, they, how Annabeth was, like, very strong and she was kind of teasing Percy a lot. Mm -hmm. And Percy was just kind of, kind of doubting his role in the universe or in the war. And that's very, like, the books, how Percy was just, just kind of awkward and yeah I mean he he grew into a confidence as the book went on, but definitely at yeah. the beginning he was very unsure of himself and confused and uh, not very confident in his mm-hmm. abilities and it's interesting in this story that the fact that he was drafted and he didn't um he didn't sign up mm-hmm. uh the fact that he was forcefully drafted almost mirrors the fact that he didn't really have a choice being Poseidon's son he was right. forced into a situation so yeah. I don't know if it was intentional or not but I did appreciate that that was kind of mirrored over yeah in this story that he just kind of thrust into the situation he's like how do I survive this mm-hmm. um like he did in the early books not survival wasn't like as intense as World War Two would be but um mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I think that's that's kind of a cool feature yeah. of his character that transitioned over. And same thing with, like, Annabeth. Like, she wanted to be a hero. Like, she yeah. went to Camp Half-Blood or... I don't remember what the camp was I called. I think it was Camp Half-Blood. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. You're right, yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was, like, called Jupiter. Or maybe I'm just thinking of your fic. I don't know <laughs> what true. was going on with my <laughs> fic. So don't take anything from that fic is, like, canon compliant in right. any anyway. <laughs> I'm like I don't remember, but uh, but Annabeth wanted to be a hero and she wanted to be at Camp Half Blood and she like inserted herself to be
1: yeah um,
0: to be with Percy so that she could fight alongside him. Um. So there's a lot of similarities between both the characters in the books.
2: I feel like I feel like there just wasn't enough. I think to kind uh, of like characterize them
0: you got a, a sense of their character and maybe Ollie and I do cuz we read the books and we're just able to pick out little things that were That's us entirely who fair. Yeah.
2: I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the books were like. So
1: Yeah. Poppy, did you
0: Oh, I was just about to ask you. Do you feel the same as T-Stan?
1: I yeah, I kind of feel the same. I'm like, I don't know, like Percy was in love with Annabeth and Annabeth was a strong independent woman who also loved Percy and it's like I don't know anything else about their character other than that, like, from this fan fiction. Like, it just, you know, like, that's that's it. <laughs> I do,
0: I would agree that maybe they didn't really develop their characters, but I feel like they, the author developed more of their personalities. Like, I feel like in the way they, they talk to each other, like, you kind of understood
1: they they're were, dynamic. Like beyond,
0: yeah, they're dynamic together, but beyond that it's like I don't know, they could be anyone. Yeah, because you I guess that they only develop their characters in the way that they interact with each other. Yeah, not like them beyond as that, independent people. It was really just pushing the relationship instead mm-hmm. of developing those characters individually yeah. in this story. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like the romance?
1: Yeah. It was cute, but I just knew that something bad was gonna happen, so. You were oh, just
0: yeah. dreading yeah. it. So you are yeah, waiting for it. the drop <laughs> of it. I was
1: bracing myself the whole time. It's
0: like, it's coming soon.
1: It's happening. She's gonna starve. Yeah. Or get blown up. Someone's gonna die. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I thought their proposal scene was super sappy and romantic, and like I reread that scene, like, three times because it was it was really cute and adorable of, like, Percy building up to be like, will you marry me? And he's like, I have a surprise for you. And she's like, give me a hint. And he's like, I love you. She's like, that's a terrible hint. He's like, you're a terrible <laughs> guesser. But I'm like, oh, that's cute. You guys are real yeah, cute. Yeah, that was cute <laughs> yeah. banter. That was cute banter. Yeah. yeah, most of the stories I read are definitely romance. Like, that's that's all I really read, I never really read it for, like, the adventure, well, okay, I read for the adventure, but, like, if there's no romance at all, like, I'm like, why am I reading this?
1: That's, yeah, I just, you, yeah, I do the same thing, I'm like, I don't want to read, like, I'm, I'm here for the relationship, like, everything else comes like second i I'm like, <laughs> yeah. if this fan fiction has the relationship that i'm looking for then i will give it a shot like it can be <laughs> angst it can be drama it can be action it can be fluff it can be comedy i d- like well pro- not usually comedy like i normally go for like like things that are a little bit more serious or like you know but like i i look for the relationship first like that's what i filter is by the relationship that i want to read <laughs> yep yep <laughs> Mm-hmm. interesting
0: because I just filter fandom coffee at you <laughs> and I just see who pops up I I my first thing when I do when I search for a fic is the characters who who I want to be A and B and yeah. then I go from there Yeah. wow yeah, what, a, what a limiting fanfiction.net perspective I know oh, but gosh. I can choose who I want to read about exactly you, but AO3
1: you get to choose who characters, and I, I choose characters. I choose English, and I choose completed works. So yep. Then, yep. Well, there you go. Let's see what's up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> SG, did you? SG, did you find any mistakes or misspellings? I found two misspellings, but their general grammar seemed to be good. Good. Yeah. I, I actually did the audio version of this and (laughs) I I did read some of it, but I definitely listened to most of it. And this is actually one of a good fan fiction to actually listen to because I felt like it was pretty seamless in the audio version of like like an
1: automated voice talking. So
0: most important (laughs) question. What accent did your reader have and how fast were they reading it? I mean, she... Was it sounded like the the female Google person? You know, she was American, and it was it wasn't fast. There, I don't think there's a setting on the Fanfiction.net app to. Oh, like it. the app reads it to you. Yeah, I feel like we're doing Fire. an ad for Fanfiction.net. <laughs> I know, we're what? like no, explaining really like their, their app features right now.
1: <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, it's a good app.
0: I'm telling you, you guys should yeah. download it. This is not, <laughs> not sponsored. Money. Just not so you guys sponsor. know, we're not getting any money for this, but Fanfiction.net should give us money. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey,
2: You guys, uh, you guys want to sponsor us?
1: Yeah, hi, hey, hey. You have That's money? Like, I guess. Like what? How do you get money on Fanfiction? Like, I guess they have ads, but, um, you know, Fanfiction.net is the reason why I got ad blocker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh like well YouTube. that's that sponsorship gone
1: <laughs> yeah no because i i was trying to read and like every paragraph there was a an advertisement and i'm like this is stupid i'm not doing this so i got an ad blocker and my experience has been 100 percent better that's like what
0: was yes. happening on wattpad when i was trying to read that naruto story oh, there's just like random ads in the middle of the writing and i'm like what is yeah. going on right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> How mm-hmm. well? How well do you think they stuck to the fandom, SG?
1: Nope. <laughs> Me. How well <old> do you <laughs> specifically? think? How old do
0: you think they stuck <laughs> to the fandom, Ollie? I mean, I think they stuck well to the two characters, Annabeth and Percy, and beyond. The, I mean, like their personal, like their banter with each other, how they talk to each other. I think that was pretty spot on, but beyond that nothing was to the fandom. That's interesting really. because I think that their, their portrayals of themselves were pretty spot on. Like I think Annabeth's personality matchup with Annabeth and Percy's mm-hmm. personality match up with Percy. I don't know that this romance really matches their romance. Well, it was, like, it was, like, the a, first... It seems sappier here than it did in oh, the book sure. series. They're like, also, they like, teenagers. adults. Yeah, they're adults now, and... Adults are like just in the... big saps, according to <laughs> yeah, Ollie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but in the books, like, Percy, like, saw Annabeth and, like, fell in love with her, was, like, like, he was just like, oh, wow, she's really hot. I, I think I like her. And that was kind of the case here. Like he's eyeing Beth. He's like, "Dude, she's cute. I really like her long blonde hair." And
1: I um, don't know. Du- I don't.
0: Maybe I'm not like I'm not really remembering the romance in the books as much. I felt like it wasn't as
1: I mean involved in this. Probably
0: because there was yeah, because there was like so much else going on. I I don't really remember their romance. I remember they weren't together, and then they were together.
1: But yeah. I didn't really
0: feel like there was a coupley thing going on. But maybe there was, and I'm just not remembering it quite right, because yeah. it's been years—like yeah. literal years. Yeah. This is this is the first historical uh, fanfic I've ever read. <laughs> you should read some Downton Abbey. Oh God, no! That's some good <laughs> fanfic.
1: I think this so- is the first like historical one that I've read.
0: Really. Yeah. you haven't even read like captain america stuff do you guys read marvel fanfic no no No. t-san do you read marvel fanfic i used to i mean i don't read it anymore but i had a lot of fun that's why captain america is like my favorite because of the historical aspect of his character who would was that a a low-key shot poppy
1: no, it, that's such a that's such a Ow, you what amazing.
2: that was the very high key shot if there that he shot there
1: yeah Miss oh. Jane Jane Austen over here like. all, all
0: the Janes I got all the Janes in my all back pocket
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah let's move on yeah. should, we, should
0: we go to the comments yes give me some of them comments what are the people saying what do they want we yes, scroll there's all there's... the way down. That's the one thing about one shots is you're scrolling forever when you're trying to get yeah. to the bottom of the page. I mean, there's only like twenty five comments. I don't even know how to find comments on here. Where are you they... um, oh, going? Well, if you had the app, it'd been oh, wait, really I found easy. It. Oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called rev- they're called reviews. I cried so good. I <laughs> cried
0: crazy. so good. Guest said, "We'll love to see more." <laughs> historic <laughs> ones like this.
2: <laughs> all right, don't mock the poor people.
0: Um, <laughs> no, it's just amazing because they have like perfect se- perfect words and spacing, and then just these two words, wood and historical, are just a mess. But all the other ones are perfect.
1: I mean, wood I understand, but historical is so. Cool. I
0: I think they just like
1: they just mashed Mis-
0: misprinted that one oh. well, well,
1: it's, for, the, for our lovely listeners it's spelled h-s-i-t-o-r-i-c-s-l soul.
2: that is someone <laughs> tapping at a phone keyboard and <laughs> not checking
1: that is a word scramble yeah and
0: someone named of dogs and chocolate mahart <laughs> That sounds dangerous. You really had me thinking they were both going to be all right. That was freaking beautiful. I don't know how you do it, but you nail every story every time. You certainly destroyed me with your angst, and I definitely loved it.
1: Um, the next one down is two thousand scal. It says, "Well, hello there, Jilly." <laughs> a wonderful story, is uh, Jilly? What? what that's was the author. Saying? Yeah, that's the author's name. There's
0: a few comments okay. referring just to the author. Okay, like, another I- good one.
1: Jilly is James Potter and Lily Evans' ship name, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no. there
0: yeah. uh, no. there's someone named Grandma Zhang that said, "Good job, Fi. Now go get girlfriend before talking to me again." What does <laughs> that mean? What does that mean? <laughs>
2: Welcome to Fanfiction.net, where every comment makes you feel like you're having a stroke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um let's see. Mila Kuh- Kuhn said
2: Mila Kunes? What?
1: <laughs> no, don't no, Mila Kuhn. Kuhn. It's not Kuniz, it's Kun. K-U-H-O. <laughs> uh, why why do you always kill one of the <laughs> My what heart? Is <laughs> anyways this is really great then again all of your stories are great i love the idea and the way you formatted it keep writing
0: (laughs) and then um deactivated account now said this was just awesome dot 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 well my heart is ripped into shreds i enjoyed reading every single second of this in fact all of your stories are pure gold you're one of the best writers for this fandom maybe even the entire website some of your stories make me laugh and some make me cry also, your first review must have been some stupid, immature idiot, because your writing is a hundred times better than most things I saw, and whoever that person is should learn to stop being jealous. Great job, just as always. What, what a happened? That, what did we miss? The um, first I don't know. review, the
1: uh, first review you, is- are, do You see that too? The Saint Heart Wing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, who's Saint? Who's that? We're the Saint very Heart first Wars. review. The, the first review is page two. Read it, Ollie.
0: What a pile of burning garbage. It's okay. I need you for one purpose only. Review my Undertale phospid <laughs> or I will troll you, your followers and your your bad S-I- HIT fix. <laughs> Give me a good review. I'm trying to win a contest. Oh my goodness. That's exactly. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> that like,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just straight up blackmail.
0: Yeah. Right? So Same it's like a guest. It's not even like a real You know, they're not even signed in. Oh my goodness. How cruel. Yeah, everyone else seems to be good with this.
1: Yeah. And I
0: mean, they they did a good job on the story. So, do we want to give a rating? I think we do. I will go first. Okay. I want to say I give this a four really well, one yeah well one reason most of my stories have been not the greatest and i feel like this <laughs> one, uh, someone is tooting her own horn right now <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> um i felt like the writing was pretty well done and um i liked the the idea of it being historical and this is like my one of the f- few tragedy um things i've read and while it didn't have a ribbon at the end I think it was pretty well laid out and I like the characters and I thought their romance in the proposal scene was adorable so because of that romance <laughs> I would give it a four
1: um I what are we doing lightning bolts
0: oh we're doing yeah. tridents. tridents
1: tridents okay yeah um I'm gonna give it three tridents um because I I liked I did like it I thought it was a good story even though I knew what was gonna happen I knew that one of them was gonna die um, but it was good it was cute I I don't give it as high of a rating just because um, the characters weren't super fleshed out and maybe that's on me for not knowing anything about Percy Jackson but. Um, it's also a little bit on the author for not fleshing out her characters their characters so here we go here we are (laughs) uh okay i'll
2: go um i am also gonna agree with poppy however i'm gonna be a little meaner (gasps) i'm gonna do two and a half because honestly the story was fine and i feel like that's from what we've seen and what I think this person can do, I mean, you said they've been writing a bunch. Yeah. I think that there could be some... I It just didn't... There was no hook to me. And, again, maybe that's part of what Poppy was saying about not knowing the characters, but I just didn't care.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, th- this is definitely an author who's writing for the fandom. Yeah. Like, all of all of their content seems to be very geared towards Percy Jackson and the Olympians fans. So I can definitely see how, and, and we talk about this with all the fandoms when they don't like explain characters, like when you already kind of know the characters, cause you know, the fandom, you forgive that more. And I think a lot of the fans of these stories do because they already kind of know those characters. Mm. Yeah. But, um, T-Stan, I would say I agree with you that it is probably a 2.5 because it's it's a good story. It doesn't offend me in terms of how it was written or anything. It doesn't offend me at all. I don't even know why I said that. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think they did a good job for what it was. I think for how they formatted it, the fact that they were focusing on a romance specifically mm-hmm. and not necessarily the individual characters. I think they did a fine job of relaying that in their writing to the readers. Read us out. Thank you for listening to the Fanfiction book club. Our pick this week was here. We mark the price of freedom by Jillian Emily. You can find more of this story and more of the author's work on fanfiction.net. Theme song is Rama by Kevin MacLeod You can find more of Kevin's music on incompetech.filmmusic.io slash artist slash Kevin-MacLeod The works discussed on the Fan Book Club are not our own All characters mentioned belong to their original authors Until next week
1: Bye, Bye. Bye.